Hi, and welcome to the Dewing Grain podcast. Dewing Grain are independent and local grain traders. From seed supply to harvest movement and storage contracts, they can offer you the best strategies to achieve the highest prices for your harvest. Each week on our podcast, we begin with the Dewing Grain Market Report, giving you up-to-date information and analysis, followed by the Farm Chat, where we catch up on agricultural issues with a guest or two, whilst occasionally sampling a beer, Andrew's favourite bit. So let's start with Andrew Dewing with this week's Market Report. Welcome to the Market Report. What follows are my thoughts or gut instincts on what the market is going to do. It is not an instruction to trade. Any decision to trade is yours. Market Report week commencing 27th of November 2023. So that was November. Uh, That was a fun month, wasn't it? If you're a duck. Right, we're going to have a bite-sized podcast this week, which is going to be predominantly just prices, and then we're going to give you a lead into what we're doing in the next few weeks. We've got lots of really good interviews coming up with a number of important people on a subject matter that we think is becoming actually quite alarming, which is the disappearance of land in the UK for food production, uh, be it coastal erosion, be it building, be it failed HS2 projects, be it Farms being bought by large companies who we believe are going to be pretending to save the planet by having carbon offset, which is if you're flying the Atlantic and pretending there's a tree somewhere in Norfolk that justifies it, then you're wrong. It doesn't. It's the flying to the States that's the issue because the land is taking carbon in any way. So there's a lot in that area we're going to be focusing on the next few weeks, which is not directly related to trading, but I think it's a really important issue. And the podcast that we do, we set out to do, is to be a force for good in this industry, to try and like fight the farmer's corner, make sure the industry's fair, try and make sure that there's no sort of dodgy stuff going on, and we have a good even playing field, and farmers get the opportunity to make the right price for the product that they produce. Anyway, with that, so the Bite Size Market Report says the market is or has been mind-numbingly dull, in our opinion. I don't think anyone can say anything different to that. This week was Thanksgiving in the US, which kind of made the week a bit reduced in the numbers of people trading it around the world. Important issues that are affecting the market. Quick movement is a big discount on any commodity that we've got. There is nothing that you can move. Possibly rate people might push for it a bit, because there's been a reluctance of farmers to sell that, but otherwise nothing that you want to move quickly is going to be at a decent price or as good a price as post-Christmas. And there's no export. There's ongoing lack of clarity on RED. We announced last week that it was actually going to get an extension. Well, that's not absolutely certain. So that issue is very concerning still. And the biofuel plants are still not buying wheat from the UK. If it comes back that they suddenly want to, that may be a bullish factor. But that works the other way as well. Delivery fixings and all commodities are delayed. Not all of them are coming through in the month. That's bad. It's a, a clear sign that there's more than enough grain around and the consumers are pushing the odd load into the next month. All I've just mentioned is, is very, very bearish and, and miserable and glum, which is kind of like back to the original statement about mind-numbingly dull and glum, I should have said. So let's scrape around for some positives. Awful weather, yep. That, in effect, is bullish because of the new crop shrinking. And obviously we've mentioned before that in the end we will carry old crop, i.e. 23 crop, into 24. It will help 23 crop from disappearing down a drain. You know, the weather in, in Europe, UK and Europe, has been awful. Floods, 
part of the weather issue still not receded in some areas in Norfolk. I, I suspect the podcast walk next week might be troubled because it's, it's one of the areas where there's still flooding, but we'll, we'll cross that bridge, pardon the pun, when we get to it. But, you know, that means increased feeding, grasslands not being used, you know, animals coming in, and there's pictures of bales sitting in the middle of fields covered in flood water. China has been buying the odd thing. That's kind of vaguely getting a few people interested. South American weather, it rained, which is kind of like, oh, good, everything's been saved, but there's been quite a lot of heat down there and how much damage has been done. So that is still fundamentally a bullish story. UK land disappearing from production that's you know we're aware of a Norfolk farm being sold that's going to be rewilded and it's perfectly good grade two land that should be producing wheat and, and cereals and it'll be gone forever and a major investment firm's bought it and, and as I say we have suspicions about who's going to be utilizing that for their uh, carbon offset but that's what it's all about boys and girls carbon offset and pretending that that in fact is the answer Anyway, so I'm sure you're feeling really upbeat now. So we'll go on to some prices, which will cheer you up even more. So feed wheat has slipped back quite considerably in in terms of, you know, values, delivered prices to consumers and so on. Without export being there in the background, there's no competition and, you know, so inevitably it's it's becoming easier for people to buy it perhaps especially nearer this spot month to so january feed wheat 176x which is quite a drop off may we'd pay 185 at the moment barley is 150x for jan moving swiftly on malting barley is kind of okay this side of christmas so everyone's relaxed about that there are rejections going on as i mentioned previously and that is something that will add to the price later and there is still some trade to be done and one or two people are short now so it's kind of equally that's weighed out by a number of farmers who are still sitting on some stocks so it's it's good prices it's nearly a hundred pound premium sort of molding body round figure 180 1859 which is going to be something like 230 235x and premiums for lower nitrogen. So there's if you've got distilling barley. So it's you know it's not all bad, but it's you know dull. Allseed rape, bright spot. I'll milk this one and saying we've we've said shut your eyes and hang on to it. Well, it's gone up a bit. So three fifty two for deck. So three fifty is you know another step up. Carry on with that tactic. We think at the moment. Moving on to new crop. I'm not going to run on about this. So you know harvest movement wheat one hundred and ninety delivered store. So one hundred eighty five x something like that. Three sixty two for harvest rape, which is good. Three sixty something. That's getting exciting nearly get 400 with your premium if the oils are there malting barley in the region of sort of 225 something like that yeah if you want to talk about any of those things there's a lot of talk about the spring barley crop being enormous and you the world's going to end and you need to book it up early there's going to be a, a much less stock as we go into harvest and there's no guarantee that someone in the middle of northamptonshire who's decided to plant spring barley in a heat wave next spring is going to have anything other than knitting needles and it won't be anything like malting barley so for the want of naming a county, I'm normally nasty about other ones, but we'll just pick on Northamptonshire today. In other words, you know, coastal regions will produce the goods. Probably and inland areas have a much harder battle to do it. The land types are wrong, and the, the temperature in the middle of the country doesn't get respite with sea mists and all that sort of stuff in a hot time. And the very long-range walk forecast at the moment is continued wet until it gets to the spring when it turns hot and dry. So that was just to cheer you up, that last line, because it's like the Daily Mirror predicting snow drifts on christmas day it's like you know yeah great good sells a newspaper but it doesn't actually happen so other things to put to bed because it's just me this week with this podcast two things firstly 
podcast walk will be technically tomorrow from when this podcast is released so the 28th tuesday the 28th 11 a.m in winterton it's either going to be an up and down the beach walk if the marshes are still flooded inland as you go into around somerton and that way but 11 a.m tuesday the 28th and the what three words are corrosive pasta gathering and then just really then to give you the heads up on the next few weeks podcast because we're getting into this land disappearing thing and we're getting into a topic we've never covered on here properly and we talk about it every single week and that's the weather so we're going to have adam jury from weather quest coming on i'm not sure which order these guys come in but he's coming on because the guys are taking the machine and it's going to be ben webby uh, Joe, I don't know whether I'm involved or not on some of these. It all depends on my timings. But WeatherQuest with Adam Jury, uh, David Barnard is a Norfolk uh, livestock farmer, and we've got Ian Douglas, who's a works in the solar industry. He's an infrastructure planning director. Now that one's fascinating. I haven't mentioned about the land disappearing to f- solar, so that's one of the subjects. And then we've got a land agent, hopefully Tom Goodley, coming in talking about who's buying the land nowadays and it appears not to be farmers which proves the point flag waving about so yeah we've got plenty coming up but this week you're stuck with just me i think this following week looks vaguely like there's two days of dry so yippee have a great week thanks for listening make sure you subscribe to get updates on new episodes and when they are released and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Dewing Grain. Call Dewing Grain on 01263 731 550 or email info at The Dewing Grain podcast is produced by East Coast Design Studio in Norwich. 